All right, everybody. It's another weekly edition of your favorite Braves podcast. We're ranting. We're raving. It's the Ranting and Braving podcast for my co-host, Eric Marcus. I am Kellen Key. Eric, how are you feeling this Thursday evening? I'm really good. I'm in a great mood. I'm ready to talk about baseball. I'm ready to let out some spicy Braves talk. I love the spice. <sighs> One of us has got a cold beer and the other person is me. And I feel very left out right now. <laughs> I feel very left out. Yeah, this is why we do podcasts in the afternoon so that it's socially acceptable to have a a podcast beer. You mean a 10 a.m., 6 a.m. beer is not uh, that's not socially acceptable on a Friday? Probably not, especially when I have to go to work after. <laughs> that's probably not a good idea. I know the laws in California. You are allowed one. Ask me how I know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We've had some interesting roommates over the years. We have. We uh, we have. But we both worked at Starbucks. So you can imagine. Oh, no. When you work next to a Mexican restaurant that, mm. you know, doesn't really care. Mm. You can imagine. Good the times. Text. But Eric, your Good Atlanta times. Braves, uh, barring some craziness tomorrow, um, uh-huh. we have gone 20 and 4. In the month of All June, right? We're kicking butt, like, and four. How about that? How about that? One, well, I think what's cool is is we're beating good teams. Like, I wasn't. I wouldn't say that I was afraid or nervous or worried about the Twins, but the Twins are a real baseball team, and they have talented players and a really good pitching staff. And we took their lunch money. Like, we pushed them in the locker. We took their lunch money, and then. Yeah, like we're pick we're bullies. I feel bad for Joe Ryan and my fantasy team because we, we absolutely him. ended that man's all-star campaign. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, oh man, he was good. And now he showed up just... to Atlanta and went, Yep, that was fun while it lasted. Yeah, it was rough. But no, we're kicking butt. And then did you see any of yesterday's game? Colby Allard is like a beast. What happened to that guy? Right. Well, so I caught all the buzz. I definitely I didn't catch the game live, but I heard all the buzz. I was like, I got to go back and watch this. So I watched it last night. He reminds me of how Rich Hill used to be, where he relied so much on a deep curveball that you get used to the curveball that when he throws a fastball, he sneaks it past you. And he throws a competent 90s fastball and he must be getting good spin on it. Haven't looked at any of the stat cast numbers, but he's got to be getting good spin on it because he was throwing it high and players were chasing it. And even though it wasn't going any or particularly fast, he was getting swings and misses because he was able to throw it high enough to get the batter's eye and say, oh, I can hit that. And then they were late. So I feel really excited to see him pitch a little more. I want to see him do more work in the big leagues just because I think he is a better pitcher today than Jared Schuster is. And I'm really excited to see more. So I want to see more. He had, I think it was his second best. Oh, excuse me. um, Second best or second most strikeouts of his career in a start, which is incredible because it wasn't like he was lighting the world on fire, but he had a good day. So I want to see more of Colby Allard. I think we've got something, even if it's like in short stints. I was absolutely shocked, um, to say the least. And I watched the strikeouts, and mm. it was, I mean, it was fastball, curveball. And it was, mm. these were not, like, tight location on the black fastballs. These were, mm-hmm. like, out of the zone. Mm-hmm. Right. ninety, mi- Yeah, but 90 miles an hour, which is not, is by no means a, a, slow pitch but in major league standards that's that's hittable most most guys are turning on that but i think what was key was it was out of the zone but it wasn't like wild out of the zone it was like intentional out of the zone and i think if you can control and manipulate your location in a way that like oh they think that i'm going to be throwing a strike but i'm actually throwing it way out of here like you can get away with that kind of thing and so i i mean I'm definitely going to temper my expectations. I'm not putting him in the all-star game or anything, but 
I, I was excited, especially considering that I didn't have any expectations going into it. Correct. And if, if Colby Allard can pitch slightly better than Jared Schuster has been pitching mm-hmm. um, and, and Spencer Strider, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's got some bumps, but he looks like he's turning it around. If, if, if he can get back to form, we'll mm-hmm. be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if we can get freed and right back healthy toward the end of the year. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know if this offense keeps clicking the way it's clicking. Mm-hmm. Um, that is going to be scary, scary for other teams. Well, and you know, partner, if we can get freed and right back and back in the rotation pitching like they do, that's like making a trade without making a trade. <laughs> that is, I that is the most fallible logic. But also at the same time, I just hate, I hate that. I hate that so much. I don't think people understand how much I hate it. When GMs, oh, well, we had this guy that we were supposed to expect to contribute as a contributor, and he's been out for three months. Oh, you know, he's coming back right at the deadline. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like getting a trade. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. You're getting back to where you should have been. Imagine if he was there the whole time. Yeah. Oh, dude, if we had freed and right right now, could mm-hmm. you imagine what this team looks like? Ugh, scary. Yeah. Um, especially the way they're hitting, which I mean, oh, we'll jump into it. My my rave mm-hmm. rave reviews is this offense. Mm-hmm. Um oh my gosh. I, you know, when it gets warm in Atlanta, that ball starts flying, but holy shnikes. Mm-hmm. Um this is this is why I was really disappointed that instead of Southern Power or Georgia Power, we got Truist as the park sponsor. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. missed missed opportunities, Eric, at Georgia speaking, Power Field. Speaking of, do you? I heard I saw this the other day on Twitter. Do you remember who hold who hit the first home run in not Truist but SunTrust Park history? First Brave. Was it Ender Inciarte? Dang, that's pretty good. Yes, it was Ender Inciarte. Oh, yes! Oh! Do you oh. remember? I want to say, if this is the Come game... the I'm, king! <laughs> if this is the game I'm thinking it is, I want to say that was the first year that you and I were roommates. It was I that year. so. Because that was the, if it's the game I'm thinking of, that was the, gosh, was that the Aaron Nola game? It might have been the Aaron Nola game. And I I think I remember looking at you going, yep, Ender and Ciarte with the first home run in SunTrust Park, (laughs) like we all predicted. Right. Now we got it. Now I got a first home run at SunTrust Park. Wow. Man, if I got that right, y'all. 2017. Okay. Ender and Ciarte. What's up? Okay. Let's see. No, I don't want this. Oh, man. This roster was rough. Okay. Yeah. Open. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Okay. 2017. How many of these guys can you guess? Um, Give me the catchers. There were three catchers. catchers. There were three catchers. Uh, Tyler Flowers. Yes. Kurt, Kurt Suzuki. Yes. And, and one more. Um. It wasn't Christian Betancourt, was it? No, we'll skip that one. Okay, okay. infielders. Uh, first base. First base was Freddie. Uh, second base. Second base was... Um, Ozzy had come up at that point, I think. Nope. Had he, no, no Ozzy yet. That's right. Um, Ooh, this is a rough oh, year. Who played second? Um, shortstop. Shortstop. Was that, that was Ibar. Wasn't it Ibar? No. Ibar no. was the year before. Okay. Um who was our stopgap for that? No, Dansby. Dansby was short. Dansby was Third short. Base. Uh I'll tell you what, it's not pretty. Was it Adonis? Yeah, Adonis, man. Okay. Oof. Did you so Jace Peterson? Big oof. Oh was... Jace, that's right. And oh. <laughs> and he was known for a certain bat waggle. 
Yeah. Do you um, remember the um? This was out from the Reds. Infielder. Uh, not Dan. No. Not. Why am I thinking? Just not Dan Agla. No, he was gone. No, he's he had the wag. Who's the waggle? Who had the waggle? Should I come back, or do you want me to tell you? Oh, tell me. It's Brandon Phillips. Oh yes, that's right. We have a brother oh, of a. We have a brother of a current brave also playing in the infield. Oh, uh, Chase Darno. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Oh, man, that was rough. That's um, a rough year. Yeah. Uh, outfield, four outfielders. Uh, Ender in center. Yes. Marcakis and Wright. Yes. Out of Young um, Harris. Marcakis Mar- out of Young Harris. <laughs> Don't um, even know where that is, but that's just me not from North Georgia. There. Okay. Oh, left field. And I knew it was a it was a black hole. Yeah. Um just say you didn't want it to fall in the gap. This was your four hitter. I can see it. Um, Former Dodger. I know. Padre. Uh, Why is the name escaping me? Matt Kemp. Oh, that's right. And then we also had. I saw the pudge. As a backup infielder who played way too much, Emilio Bonifacio. How did we even field a baseball team that year, Eric? <laughs> How did we even field a baseball oh, team man. that year? Um, some other people on this team, Josh Callmenter, Bartolo Colon, <laughs> R.A. Dickey, right. Mike Fultonevich was still around. Oh, the ghost of Mike Fultonevich. Jaime Garcia, I remember him. He was actually Jaime really did good. All right. Yeah. Jim Johnson, remember him coming in in I the ninth? Do and just lighting the bullpen on fire. Yes. Ian Kroll, Eric O'Flaherty. Oh, Eric. Jose Ramirez, who should be playing third base for the tribe, but at this point he was a pitcher and it's a different person. Chaz Rowe, who sounds like a guy that I would have gone to high school with. Chaz. And then Julio Tehran, Araldis Vizcaino. Um, on the injured list, Sean Rodriguez. Remember oh, yeah. him? He never did anything. Yeah, he showed up for um, one game. Uh, Mauricio Cabrera was thrown 100. Dan Winkler, Micah Johnson. Oh, yeah. I remember him. That was from the Alex Wood trade. Man, this is a weird team. This was a really weird team. Oh, Rio Ruiz. Remember him? I do. He was... He was in. He was cut in spring training. He was cut in spring training. Um, yeah. I, I, who, where did we? I think we got him from the Astros in the, in the faulty trade. You know, but you know what year I was thinking of? I'm the year after 2018. That was the year that I was thinking. That was the year with okay. Preston Tucker, and that yes. was the Aaron Nola year. That was and that was the year Ozzy came up too. That was the year Ozzy came up. That was our first year in the playoffs. That was the year Ronald played for the Braves because by 2017, Ronnie was um, in the minors. Lion, he didn't the system. Yeah, he flew through the system. This was his first year of like, oh yeah, this kid's really good. And then 2018 was Ronnie up in like April, and the Braves were good, and they squeaked in the playoffs, and then we got blasted by the Dodgers in the first round. Classic. Yeah. You know what's interesting? 2017 was, yeah, that was an interesting year. That was like the baby Braves. And I remember, oh, gosh, I hated Matt Kemp on that team because I loved Matt Kemp when he was with the Dodgers. And him watching him with the Braves just felt like watching, like, I don't know, like just a flashback that went really, really bad. It was like watching a straight-to-DVD sequel that nobody asked for. Mm Mm-hmm. And and by the way, for all of those young listeners, a DVD is a disc <laughs> that you used to have to put into a disc player in order to watch a movie. And it's not as good looking as a Blu-ray. 
No, and the, the voices aren't quite the actors, but they're made to sound like the actors so that it's mm-hmm. close enough in resemblance. Yeah, that, that was that was the Matt Kemp experience. How <sighs> he didn't even last the whole year, did he? I think he did. Oh. I'm trying to remember how we got rid of him. I don't remember how we got rid of him. Not fast Who enough. Who knows? Who oh knows? My gosh. But all I know is I got that trivia question right, Eric. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Ender oh, and Ciarte. Man. Look at that. Bartolo I, you know, my, Cologne. My rave was the offense, but now I kind of just want to rave about myself and my ability, <laughs> my trivia ability. Because I had no idea that was coming. Um, but I will say my my rant, my rant mm-hmm. um is really not anything to do with the Braves. Mm-hmm. And it has everything to do with the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. And don't get me wrong when I say I don't believe Ellie De La Cruz is the most exciting player in baseball. Okay. He's an exciting player. Mm-hmm. But Ronald Acuna Jr. is probably the second most exciting player in baseball Mm. and ellie is not even close to that level Mm -hmm. and so when we start crowning this guy the new exciting player of baseball i want to look at them and i either want to ask them what's wrong with you or Just laugh at them. So that's that's my rant. That's my rant. I just I don't mm-hmm. don't understand it. Until your your player can be on a 35, 40 home run, 70 stolen base pace. Mm-hmm. Don't just don't. Just yeah. don't. I just, think no. I think the tricky thing is is he's really talented. And I think that's very apparent. It was definitely apparent on that Friday night when he that hit was. for the cycle. Oh my gosh. That like, was impressive. Crap. Yeah, that was impressive. Like, it went on, on the first four at bats. Yeah, it was that was impressive. It was impressive. So I will give him some. I think what you see are the tools. The tools drip off the page. Like it's like okay, this guy is clearly talented, but there's a difference between talented and proven. And I think what we need to recognize is Ellie De La Cruz is a talented player and he has plenty of opportunity and potential and everything to be something in the league, a guy that we're going to want to watch, a guy that's going to definitely earn himself all-star spots if he can do this on a consistent basis. And what I think we need to recognize is Ronnie's been doing this on a consistent basis since he got here. And it's not perfect. He's not everything but he can he's do pretty everything. dang close. He pretty can't pitch. Cool. He can't yeah. pitch. But yeah, you know, there's we have one Shohei Otani in our lifetime, and we have it now. And also, last speaking of Shohei Otani's, um, I saw something um from the College Baseball World Series. They have a guy who pitches and hits, and he was supposed to start the last game of the College World Series. Pretty sure they got blasted in that game. Yeah, Didn't look did. at his numbers, but pretty sure they got blasted in that game. So let's pump the brakes on crowning him the next Otani. But either way, it's still pretty cool. Um, and it's good to see guys that are doing that because it's bit good for baseball. Like, I think that's really cool. Um, is show. Yes. Is Shohei Otani mm-hmm. the new face of baseball? Not yet. Not until he is not in the on the Angels. Really? Uh, but I guess well, so here's the question. If he is not who is, when you think I would of have baseball, said Mike Trout. It's definitely not Mike Trout. Mike Trout is not big enough. I could say you could say Mookie. Oh. Yeah, he probably is the face of baseball because He's one of the top vote getters in the All-Star game and the face of baseball or the face of your sport usually is the top vote getter. So the LeBron James is the Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, um, Mike Trout, 
Shohei Otani, Ronald Acuna Jr. is right there. Um, like these are guys that when you think of baseball, you think of those guys, and Shohei Otani probably is, but I don't think he is truly the face of baseball until he's on a team that wins. Like Derek Jeter was the face of baseball for a long time. Um, because he won. A face I think only a mother could love. Well, so here's here's what I, I look for when I'm looking for a face of baseball. It's someone you can put on the cover of MLB The Show or whatever baseball game, and you know it's going to sell copies. Shohei Otani does that. You have put him on the cover of MLB The Show, and it sells copies. Aaron Judge last year would have been that guy. Um, Jazz Ken Griffey Chisholm. Jr. Jazz Chisholm is not that guy. Don't get me wrong. I think he's super fun and exciting. He plays for a crappy team. He's on the cover of MLB The Show, though. Yes, but are we buying it because of him? No. And don't get me is, started on why he's on there. Because Is it's... Luis Arias the face of baseball? No. <laughs> I no. can't believe he beat Ozzy out. I can't. I can't. Uh, it, but here's why. He's batting almost or at 400. Like, and ESPN's been talking about it like crazy. Like, oh, oh, people who I'm watch happy, baseball. I'm happy for him because he deserved it. He's having one heck of a year, but, and the Marlins are good. That's getting pointed right at him, but he is not. I mean, I'll take Ozzy Albies any day of the week. I'll take so. Ozzy Albies on every day that ends in Y. Yeah. Hands down. <sighs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we are going to be back with Eric's uh, rant and his rave. All right, Eric, Marcus, your, uh, your rant and your rave from this week. So this week, what do I want to talk about? Um, well, let's just get into it. So this week, and I will say that this is probably clouded by me being salty um, and having an interesting start to the week. But I decided that it would be fun to engage in a little Twitter battle. And I said some things that I probably shouldn't have said. By the way, if you find yourself on Twitter and you're looking for a good baseball follow or just somebody that wants to talk about sports, you can follow me at It's Mr. Marcus with um, M-A-R-K-U-S. Anyway. So I said some things I probably shouldn't have said so much so. And I didn't realize that Twitter does this, but Twitter gave me the option to take back my tweet. It So um, let me Ooh, find the tweet. Spice. The spice. So, so um, from somebody with Tony Gonsolin in his picture and Tony Gonsolin or Gonsolin in his Twitter name, he says, Will Smith and J.D. Martinez not being starters would prove that all-star voting needs to be changed. They each outclass Sean Murphy and Bryce Harper in pretty much every statistical measurement. The MLB needs to reassess the current system and make fan voting count for less. Okay, Gonsolin fanboy, but... So many things. So, so Eric, go. if you dig deeper into the tweet, their numbers are basically out, basically the same. Similar WRC pluses, similar slugging numbers, st- similar weighted on base average, similar war, similar barrel percentage. Like these are so close that like you could go in either direction. You've got two guys that are famous people who are playing for big teams who've been in the playoffs, who have huge fan bases. Like yes, fan voting is a important factor and that's the point of an all-star game this isn't a statistic we're not voting for the hall of fame which don't get me started on that we are voting for who we want to watch in a game that doesn't matter so to say that will smith and jd martinez who is not that good obviously have to be in the all-star game and anyone who doesn't pick them is wrong is just ignorant good so Uh, that's that good yeah (laughs) I, according to, so this is my tweet, um, and I'm going to clean this up because this is a family podcast. According to everything I'm reading, as someone in Southern California that follows both teams, because I do, 
I listen to LA radio and all they want to talk about is the Dodgers. And I am okay with that because I do care. My dad's a Dodger fan. I grew up going to Dodger games. I like the Dodgers. Do I like them more than the Braves? No. Do I hope that they lose when they play the Braves? Always. Do I enjoy when they lose? Don't tell my dad. Um, But so as someone who follows both teams, Murphy and Smith are both studs. Both will make the Oscar game. So stop your complaining. Your, your, so all of your complaining doesn't matter. Also, you're a homer. Stop being a baby. It's more fun hearing your your overdub while also reading the tweet along with you. <laughs> I was That's like, a lot come on, dude. Come on, Here's... dude. Get over it. Oh, Get my gosh. It. I can't believe it. I can't believe that this guy and and just even all that alone. Can I just I just I, I got to chime in here, Eric. And oh. I know you're going to think the same thing, Eric. Who buys the tickets? Um, the fans. Who buys the jerseys? The fans. Who watches the games on TV? Fans. Why the heck are you going to make a fan vote count for less? Right. It's literally, that is where the money is coming from. <laughs> like, if anything, what we should do is oh. get rid of the rule that says that every team needs to be represented. No, they don't. You're telling me I have to watch an A's player just because they play in baseball? No, I don't. Nobody wants to see an A's player in that game. Like, don't get me wrong. I would like to see Estiori Ruiz in the All-Star game, and he'll probably win because he's leading the league in stolen bases, which is kind of cool. And I'd like to see when he tries to steal second base and who's going to throw him out. I'll tell you who isn't. Will Smith is not throwing him out at second base, but you know who will? John John Murphy. Murphy. Yes. So... Gonsolin, whatever your the rest of your name is, who thinks you know everything because you've got Tony Gonsolin, who's not even a good baseball player in your picture. But great um, name. <sighs> but yeah, so the indignation, Eric. <laughs> I think my favorite part, favorite part though, was when I posted the tweet, and then Twitter's like, "Are you sure you want to post this?" Normally, Twitter doesn't normally go like this. You should probably think. I'm like, send the tweets. I'm like. <laughs> I am well, not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my so, gosh yeah don't get me wrong is will smith the worthy of an all-star appearance yes do i want to see him sure. in an all-star game yes is he deserving yes would is it fair to say that everyone who gets voted into the all-star game should be probably not i mean francisco lindor was the second voting candidate for shortstop and he doesn't deserve to be an all-star he's been terrible this year and the Mets are terrible why are we putting him in there like at least put Dansby in there Dansby's at least been fun and we kind of like him but he said some mean things about the Braves so he can go enjoy Chicago yeah he's a Grinch yeah so it's because he heard all the salty things I had to say about him that's why (laughs) but yeah I I don't know I just think it's fun like I love the all-star game my favorite part of Maybe not favorite part of the summer, but I love watching the All-Star game. I love just kind of kicking back, watching your favorite players. Like, that's why we watch. Like, I want to watch guys that don't get to see, guys who don't do things that you're used to. I want to see Ellie De La Cruz in the All-Star game. Why? Because he's fun. Like, I want to see fun people in the All-Star game. I want to see Adley Rushman try to throw out Ronald Acuna because that's cool. Like, I want to see guys After taking a pitch from... uh, Whatever Texas Rangers starter is pitching at the time because it's like their whole... Dang, which hey, kudos to them, man. Two years ago, they were the pits, yeah. Well, and also, shout out to Corey Seeger for having an awesome year. Happy for him, especially because he was hurt for the first part of the season and now he's like tearing the cover off the ball. He's been awesome, he's great, and he's really good. And the Dodgers were dumb to let him out the door, but that's another story. Um, it's really interesting. I'm gonna just, um, I don't know what this is a rant or a raid, that was definitely a raid, a rant. But also, what are the the Dodgers doing? Just like completely abusing Julio Urias like he doesn't belong, like in the rotation, treating him bad. Like this dude won you a World Series because Kenley Jansen quit. This dude has been a huge part of your team for years. And they're just kind of casting him off to the side like he doesn't matter. Like, I can't wait till he's not playing for the Dodgers because I want to see him be celebrated. I want him to play for the Braves. Like Julio Urias is the kind of guy that the Braves pick up on a one year prove it deal because mm-hmm. he's young enough that he might consider it. 
Mm-hmm. But and then he'll play with the Braves and realize this is where I want to be for the rest of my career. And then he'll sign a one year or I mean, a, well, he won't sign it. He'll sign like a four or five year deal to hang around for some time and for 22 million a year. And because that's what everyone here signs for. And he's going to contribute three percent to the Braves Foundation and all that good stuff. As every good Brave signee does. Yeah, it's what they do. It's what you yeah. do, Eric. In fact, also, every paycheck I think I'm giving three percent to the Braves Foundation. It's just, it's a Braves country thing. You got to be yeah. there. Um, oh, another another story. So, um, today I wore my Atlanta Braves red polo. Oh, good um, man. And last Saturday I wore this polo, and I always get a kick out of this because people around here don't necessarily know the Braves as the Braves and they don't see this logo and necessarily as a Braves logo twice. I've been, Oh, you're a nice Alabama man. You should give me a deal. And I laugh because yes, it is an A, but it is not an Alabama logo. And I am not an Alabama man. And as much as I'd love to give you a deal, and I probably still did and will, I'm not giving it to you because I'm from Alabama. There are so many problematic things about that (laughs) entire sequence. Number one, Anybody that knows a good Alabama man that would do that deal would also have to have the awareness to know what the Alabama A is. So it just, oh, it falls apart. It's it's the mullet, Eric. It's the mullet. It's not hard. The oh, Alabama man. A has a mullet. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, you're a nice Alabama man. Why don't you give me a deal? I'm like, oh, man. Well, this is a Braves logo, and I'm from California. So you roll I'll, tried. <laughs> I'll do my best, but not because I'm from Alabama. It's like, but isn't that an Alabama logo? I'm like, it's a Braves logo, but it's close enough. Obviously, you're not a golfer. <laughs> but yeah, it was Goodness. But yeah, I thought that was funny. I knew you'd get a kick out of that. Um wow. no, man, the Braves, are, Braves are great. Like they're they're they've been awesome. Um, like I said, Colby Aller's been kicking butt. Mike Soroka almost threw a no hitter last week. Did you just see Braden Shoemake hit for the cycle yesterday? Hit for the so cycle, like, like there's some good things happening in Braves country, and I'm really excited. Like I think this is just a really fun team. I'm not gonna assume that we're gonna win the World Series, but good luck beating us. But I'm excited. I can't wait to get Max Freed back. I can't wait to see. Um, what's his name? Kyle Wright. Get right. Um, but mm. the Braves are just really fun. And if you're looking for a good baseball team to watch, you should watch the Braves. Even though this They're is a Braves podcast and you've listened this long, you're probably a Braves fan and you're probably already watching them. But hey, you never know. True. Hey, listen. Never, never too late for a shameless plug. Um, yeah. I would agree. Um, did you do your rave? Did you do? Your, did you rave? I kind of lumped this all in together. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, I'll allow it. Uh, jump into like structured oh. today. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're organic today. We love we love a little organic every once in a while. You know, yeah. clean podcast. California. We love being organic. Hey, listen, where Whole Foods is even more expensive than everywhere else. Ugh, um, I hate Whole Foods. Upcoming slate, Eric. We have three games with the Marlins, and then three games with the Guardians, Eric. Uh-huh. Does Luis Arias's average drop below yes. 400? Yes, it does. This is going to be the week that it drops below 400. Why? Because the Braves are going to focus in on him and they're going to target him and they're going to do everything they can to make sure that he doesn't. I stand bat corrected. He's batting 392 right now. Ha, sucker. Yeah. 392. It's impressive. Yeah, Jorge Soler's no, having himself a year, though. Soler George. I love Jorge Soler. He's great. Um, This will be a fun would, series. I'm excited. I'm excited. Would you rather Spencer have Soler Strider. or Ozuna? Um, you don't want my answer because it's not the answer that you'd answer, but it's Jorge Soler. Okay. I, Soler listen, George. I think, I think that's fair. Um, Soler's definitely hit more homers. Mm-hmm. But Ozuna has had a good turn of turn of fortune. He has definitely flipped his season, and I'm really happy. He's batting 250. That's crazy. And that at nuts? One, 
That is bananas. That's all. Awesome. He's got like 18 home runs. Yeah. Just he crazy. has been. And also Matt Olson, he kind of figured out how to hit a baseball. So he also kind of figured out how not to. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he is, he's got 26 he the, home runs this year. And he leads the league in strikeouts. Yeah, well, three. That's what happens true when you're trying to hit the outcome. ball. <laughs> that's what happens when you're trying to hit the ball hard. I'll take it. I'll take I that. I will, too. I'm not even mad about it. Um, yeah. Three games set with the Marlins. Um, we're at home. I think we got something to prove. They're going to try mm-hmm. too hard. Um, I think, you know, if Morton can hold up tomorrow, I think it's a sweep. Should be fun. We get um, Sandy Alcantara against uh, Spencer Strider coming up. So that should be mm-hmm. interesting. Um, we and... are undecided as to who's pitching tomorrow, though, which is oh. which is fascinating. I heard a rumor that it could be Soroka. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Alcantara and Strider on Sunday. Um, Yuri Perez, that'll be a really good game on Saturday. He's supposed to be really good. And then some guy named Honing, Hoeing. Eh, who knows? Hmm. And the last right. time we ran into some guy who was supposed to be really good, we lit him up for five home runs. So what do mm, we know? Sure did. And did that man's all-star campaign real quick. Yeah, sorry, bro. Um, um, but yeah, it should be fun. Then, um, I'd like to three see with the Guardians pitch tomorrow. Three with the Guardians, and then we get the Rays. And then we get the Rays. That'll be fun. What a, what a fun slate coming up. Yeah, should be cool. Um, when you think of Cleveland baseball, who is the first baseball player that comes to mind? Uh, wild thing. Okay. That's a good answer. Or Joe Boo, except that's not really a player. That's just a locker room deity. That's all right. What? Well, okay. (laughs) I don't think we've talked about this. What is your favorite baseball movie? The Sandlot. I got it. I just give me your top three. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Sandlot. Uh, major league, okay. um, and honestly, bad news bears. I gotta count as mm-hmm. a baseball movie. Um, I just bull the the the. It's hard because Field of Dreams is just iconic. I just also am of the minority that I don't feel like that's a baseball movie. Yeah, it's got baseball in it. Uh huh. But it's not like a baseball movie. Uh huh. But. I'll allow it. And just, it's just, yeah, the Kevin Costner baseball movies, you know, I don't know. They're good. They just, I don't, I don't go back to them. Like the, uh, the Bull Durham's, the, uh, mm. what's the, what's the other one he did? Bull Durham's pretty good. I like that movie. He did another one that was a baseball movie that I can't remember. But anyway, uh, was he in you? the, what, was he in the one with the, the baseball coach? Was it the rookie? No, that was Dennis Quaid. That was a good okay. one. Though. That was a good one. Uh, for me, Major League is my favorite. Um, I will say second favorite is, oh gosh, there's a lot of really good ones. Um, Sandlot's up there, but it's not. Um, second one is, oh my gosh, what is that movie? Uh, I'm blanking. Uh, well, Fever Pitch was my third. Mm. And Moneyball. Good pick. Moneyball is my second. Moneyball. So mm. I love, I love Moneyball because I love the like nerdy statistical behind the scenes element of baseball. We I yes before it was cool, <laughs> right? So this past Monday, I was at an Angels White Sox game. This was the one where Mike Trout scored on a wild pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a pitcher's duel. Shohei Otani and Luis Robert both hit home runs, and that was the only scoring until the ninth inning. Anyway, um. I was there with my friend who is not necessarily a baseball fan. He was just there to hang out. Um, but I talked his ear off about kind of just kind of things about baseball. You don't talk about like dimensions of a ballpark and how that factors in or like how the spin spin rate of a baseball affects like the visibility of a pitch and what a batter sees versus what a pitcher is actually doing and things like that. We, we talked about the marketing impact of whether of if Shohei Otani leaves, how that affects the Angels, and what if that triggers Mike Trout to ask for a trade, like things like that. Like so much so that I started a marketing campaign for Mickey Moniak simply because he's in Anaheim. Hmm. Well played. But but 
I think that the kind of the inside or the nitpicky or nit the intricacies of baseball are some of my favorite parts. And so Moneyball is a really cool movie. Um, it also is a lot of why I like Fever Pitch. It's like the romanticism of baseball. Not to mention, mm-hmm. I just really like that movie. And I like the idea of having Yankees toilet paper. I thought that was funny. Um, so it's a great movie. I love that movie. So if you had toilet paper for the team you hated, uh-huh. what toilet paper would that be? It'd be Phillies for the paper. It'd be Phillies. Okay. Yeah, I hate the Phillies. Okay. Even more than the Mets. Even more than the Mets. I've always had a soft spot for the Mets because my mom grew up in Queens and she's a Mets fan. And my mom's cousin is in Queens and is a Mets fan. So I don't want them to win, but I don't hate when they don't lose as long as they're not playing the Braves. Like, Mm. plus, Mm -hmm. I think of the Mets as Mike Piazza and they were never very good. So I didn't hate those Mets. And like when Jose Reyes and Pedro Martinez and those guys were good, I thought they were kind of cool. I think their colors are cool. Um, I have an old Mets jacket from when I was a baby. So I don't hate the Mets, at least not to that degree. I don't like them today, and I like when they lose now. Um, and last year was really fun, especially because we um, basically pulled the rug out from under them and and passed them at the very end. But in my heart of hearts, I don't hate the Mets. But the Phillies, I hate the Phillies. And I hate the Phillies for the year that the Braves were collapsing in September that was the same year mm-hmm. as the Red Sox chicken and beer um, collapsed. But the Braves, that was the year that we had who um, Justin Upton and um, what's his name? Jason Hayward and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And we collapsed in September. And then at the very end of the year, uh, what's his name? The Phillies brought in Roy Halladay, Cole Hamels, and the other guy, Roy, Roy Oswalt, to lock up the season even though they had already clinched the number one seed just to be per- be jerks and kick us out of the playoffs and knock us out of the wild card and the cardinals passed us also why i hate the cardinals so the phillies for that and then i don't know if it was the same year or close but that was also the year or there was also a year that the phillies um were playing the dodgers and matt stairs came in and hit a home run that ended the game and crushed the Dodgers and made me angry. So I don't like the Phillies. Fair enough. Yeah. But I'll have you know that the Mets and the highest payroll in baseball are 17 and a half games out of first place. Hmm. That's pretty great. Okay. So you have toilet paper. Whose toilet paper are you using? doesn't have to be baseball exclusive. What is your sports toilet paper you're using? If it's not baseball exclusive, it's it's definitely an Auburn Tigers toilet okay. paper. All right. Um, is that controversial is, in your neck of the woods? Um, not really. Um, okay. Which is so funny, and maybe this will be a, a rant for for when college football season kicks off. But um, I've just always had a place in my heart for Georgia fans because we we both really dislike the same teams. It's just now that Georgia's good, they're all of a sudden like, you know, little brother. You know, when they get mm-hmm. really, Makes really sense. good, really quick. Anyway, um, so it'd be Makes Auburn. Baseball, baseball specific, um, it's a tie. It's, it's a tie. Really, the Mets, um, and I would say the Marlins, only because I'm just infuriated by the fact that their two World Series wins mm-hmm. come from years that they never won the division. <laughs> That's like, true. I don't think they've ever won the division. And yet they have two World Series. I don't think they have. I don't think they have. Yeah, that's weird. Two of them. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, in both years, I think the Braves won the division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is funny. See, I have always kind of... So my rookie or my T-ball team as a kid was the Marlins. So I had a Marlins hat and a Marlins jersey when I was a kid. I have pictures of me in a Marlins jersey. So as a kid, I always thought the Marlins were kind of cool. And then they had their their mascot, which I thought was cool. So, And then Dontrell Willis played for the Marlins, and he was cool. Dontrell Willis. That guy was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, And then Miguel Cabrera has always been cool, even though he's mm. barely been a Marlin. So Josh Beckett I liked for a long time until he turned into a jerk. 
Um, but I never had any reason to kind of hate the Marlins until like recently. And it takes me it takes me a lot longer to build up hatred for somebody, and so it's gonna take a while for them to get past. I don't even hate the Giants and like people out here hate the Giants. They but, hate them? Really? That's yeah, well, because it's Dodger country. Dodger people yeah, hate the Giants. Fair. I've never like I don't know. I guess because I was never that like my heart was never that attached to the Dodgers because I'm a Braves guy. So I never really like felt that like anger towards them. Like I'm like, yeah, whatever. Same thing with like eh, people are like, oh, the Angels. I'm like, yeah, the Angels are cool. I got no issues with them. They're basically Braves American League. That's true. That is true. Do you have do you have a basketball toilet paper team? Do I have a basketball? Oh, Miami Heat. No doubt. Okay. Okay. No doubt. All right. Yeah. No, it's got to be the Heat. <laughs> Sorry. That's cool. I <laughs> figured I a lot no, of love out here. Got no, no attachment to the Heat or the Knicks. It might be the Knicks. Ah, that the seems Hawks like a random. The Knicks one. have a thing. The Hawks and the Knicks have a thing, okay. mostly because of Trey Young. But ah. we'll we'll teach you. We'll teach you someday. Right. Um, did you, Sounds by the good. way, before we before we we break out of here, um, yes. there was a mock draft for next uh-huh. year's NBA draft okay. that has Bronny James going, going to, to the, the Hawks. Hawks at seventeen. All right, I see you, LeBron. But but that's the thing is LeBron posted about that and said, "I guess we're I guess we're pulling up to ATL. I guess he's a package deal." And so it makes me wonder, like, did LeBron tamper because? He doesn't want to play in Atlanta, so he's announcing that they're basically a package deal in order to boost Bronny's draft Great. value. Hmm. And and not, I just, you know. Well, I will say he can't get in trouble for tampering because he's not a he's not a front office member, so he's good. Ah. Uh. Fair. I don't know. Also, but that LeBron that LeBron James Hawk jersey would look real good. That'd be very cool. It'd be very cool. Would you buy a LeBron? Would you buy? Would you buy a LeBron James one, or would you buy a Bronny James one? Oh, I'd buy a LeBron James one. Okay, easy, hands down. I mean, Bronny's good. I don't know if he's ever going to be as good as his dad. I don't. His basketball him IQ to. is off the charts, but I just he. I don't think he's got the physical build. Yeah, to dominate. Apparently, like his, his younger brother's even better. Bryce. <laughs> we'll see. Also, when you hear the word mellow, what basketball player are you thinking of? Uh, Carmelo Anthony. Good. That's the correct answer. There's more than one? Yeah. LaMelo, the ball. Oh, he still plays? Yeah. Huh. Whatever. What happened to LiAngelo? Um, probably locked up in China somewhere for stealing iPads or whatever he he took. Never happened to that guy. Yeah, no, I think he had to go into like marketing or something because he wasn't good enough to make it in the league. But that's cool. Or or, or, he might have hooked or caught on with a G League team. Who knows? He that's an interesting guy. But what I want to know is what happened to the big baller brand? Like, can I still get the sneakers and the the shirts and stuff? I don't know. Let's look it up. Is this still a thing? <laughs> is it like discount now? I hope so. Dude, they had some legit stuff. They did. Those shirts look cool. Brand. Never lost. Let me see. <laughs> I never lost. Oh yeah, gosh. You can Ooh boy. Classic whites for 6.95. Oh man. What? Oh yeah. $700 for freaking t or for sneakers? sneaks dude oh my gosh oh my gosh that's crazy he ain't never lost all right but their caps their caps are their caps are reasonable you know 35 bucks for a snapback that's not it's not so bad it's not so bad so bad all right well we we should probably get out of here because there are people that are going to be listening to this and be like what are these i know gosh we've we've devolved into basketball talk (laughs) it's okay we'll save it for another podcast all right. Eric, parting well, thoughts, parting words? No, except for that I'm excited for baseball. Um, who do you think 
Uh, we don't know home run derby yet. Let's not talk about that. I'm excited. Um, how many wins do you think we have before the All-Star game? We have nine games left. Well, the All-Star game, and we have 64 wins, right? We have 64. Uh, Sorry, no, we have 53. Many? I'm no, we have 53. Nine game. Um, you know what? I think we could we could go in easy with with 60 wins. Okay, I think. All right, that's good. So um, seven and two end of the season. I think that's pretty reasonable. I'm gonna say. Well, yeah, actually, I, take I take that back. Hang on, because we're playing Tampa Bay too. Yeah, Ooh. Tampa Marlins Guardians. And uh, we're away. Are we away with Tampa Bay? We away, away with Tampa and away uh, with the other team, Guardians. Mm, I think I'm going to backtrack that a little bit. I think I'm going to backtrack. Sorry, Eric. Um, uh-huh. I'd be happy with 58. All right. All right. So that's five wins. Five and four. Five wins. That's kind of that's what I'm thinking, too. I think we go five and four. I think we win two of three against the Marlins. Um, I'll say two, two of three against the Guardians, and I think the Rays get us for two. Just because yeah. I'm going to give them the respect that they've equally earned. We've had it a just, heck of a year, and they've been even better than us. So, credit to told, them. If you would have told '90s Kellen that the Tampa Bay Rays were a winning baseball team, I would have laughed you out the door. All right, <laughs> all right, go figure. But here we are. Tell that to the ghost of Carl Crawford and Rocco Baldelli. Oh my gosh, I know. And if the and if the Rays can do it, why can't the A's? Yeah. Better hashtag, management. Hashtag stay in Oakland. Stay in Oakland. Or sell the team. Sell the team. That was funny. That was really that was funny. amazing. All right, we've been on this pod for way too long. If you're still listening, you should tweet us at. Um, I'm at it's Mister Marcus. Um, Marcus with a K, and you can find Kel at. I am at Kellen B. Key, though I will add that Eric is a much, much more fun Twitter follow. (laughs) I tend to be a wallflower. (laughs) (laughs) That's all good. Anyway, thanks for joining us. This has been a blast. Um, Go Braves. Um, See ya. See ya.